Over here, Arnon called over his shoulder to Stefan and his father. Wolf's tracked someone down. He hurried forward. The others proceeded to follow on horseback. Leave me alone! Get away from me! A female voice echoed in the night. The sound came from behind the boulder. Then he heard Wolf growl, and also wrestling and rolling and snapping of twigs upon the ground. Arnon raced forward and rounded the boulder, stopping in his tracks as he saw Wolf with his jaws around the neck of a beautiful woman. She lay prone on the ground. Let up, Wolf, he ordered. His brother opened his jaws and let the girl go, but stood over her, panting in her face. Call off your killer, Wolf! The girl's mahogany eyes bore fire, and her full lips turned down into a frown. Her skin was as white as snow, and her long black hair was must. Part of it stuck out crazily behind her, yet she had a few long strands braided and coiled atop her head. Her eyelids were oddly painted in purple. Black shadowing outlined the almond shape of her eyes. She looked exotic and alluring. He'd never seen anyone like her, and wondered who she was. She wore a black leather bodice with long sleeves, a flowing black skirt that nearly reached the ground, and short black boots on her feet. Her hands were covered with black lace gloves, but the fingers of the gloves seemed to be missing. Black leather armbands embedded with metal studs covered her forearms. Arnon had never seen a woman dressed so oddly in his life. Wolf, leave her alone. She's no threat to us, he commanded as he approached the girl and the wolf. Wolf backed off and crouched down at Arnon's feet, his eyes never leaving the girl. Who are you? asked Arnon, sheathing his sword. Are you in need of our help? Why are you out here at night by yourself? He held out his hand to assist her to her feet. I won't answer any of your questions. She stared at his hand, but didn't take it. What I want to know is who are you, and why are you in my swamp? Your swamp, chuckled Arnon, taking her arm and pulling her to her feet anyway. You act as if you own these lands, when I know they belong to the Baron of Slapton. She does, came a voice from behind him, as his father rode up with Stefan at his side. What do you mean? asked Arnon. She does what? The girl watched them but didn't say a word. Arnon perused her. She's obviously not a noble, dressed like this and wallowing around in the mud in the middle of the night all alone. I've seen her before, Arnon. I'm sure of it, said Lucio. I think she's the daughter of the Baron. You have got to be jesting! Arnon laughed again and reached out for her. Let's take you with us, shall we? Don't touch me! The girl swiped her hand through the air. She never touched him, but as if being hit by an enemy in battle, Arnon was forcefully pushed to the ground. Stefan started laughing, and Wolf jumped to his feet. How did you do that? spat Arnon, getting up and reaching out for her again. I said, don't touch me. This time, Arnon ended up in the swamp. His body hit the water hard. The splash was loud. He ended up sitting waist-deep in muddy water with the ends of his long, dark hair floating on the surface. Frogs croaked and jumped all around him. Both Stefan and his father laughed. 
It only made Arnon more determined than ever to put the strange girl in her place. He gritted his teeth and shot to his feet once more. No woman would make a fool out of him in front of his family. Determined to bring this girl back to Babney, if it was the last thing he ever did, he once more headed for her. A large green and yellow frog jumped at him from the water and thunked against his chest, managing to stop him in his tracks. The frog landed on the shore, right at Arnon's feet. Even the frogs seemed to mock him, and he didn't like it in the least. In aggravation, he pulled his sword from his sheath again. But before he could even use it, the girl shot forward and picked up the frog in one hand and brought it to her chest. Beauregard, I think it's time we leave, she said, bending over and picking up a travel bag. He heard the clanking of glass jars from within it. Then she did the oddest thing. Puckering those lush red lips of hers, she lifted the frog to her mouth and kissed it. At the same time, a fog swirled around her, causing Arnon to lose sight of the strange woman. When the air finally cleared, he realized she was gone.